Welcome to the You Are More podcast. I'm your host, Amy Wienens. Thank you for joining me. Um, welcome back to my podcast. Today we're going to be talking about stepping through and stepping over. Stepping through and stepping over. And so I just want to go back about a decade ago, 10 years ago, and I was at a point in my career that um, that I've always believed that every year you should do you should do better and better and better and better and better. Uh, that was always the way I operated. And I was at a point that the treadmill, the incline on my treadmill kept getting steeper and steeper and steeper, right? And every year I would keep doing more and more. But it was becoming increasingly difficult to um, have any kind of work-life balance, to have any kind of it was very heavy on the work side and not so much on the on the, the balance side of life. So I was just at a point where I literally had been searching and searching, like, who can I talk to? How do I transition into another scenario? How do I, you know, keep growing, keep super serving my clients, yet have a life, quite frankly, just have a life. How can I do that? And because going backwards or cutting back was never an option for me. It's just never been. I wasn't going to step back and cut back and I'll just sell less and I'll just do less. That was never, I'm not wired that way. So anyway, I got a phone call uh, one day. I know exactly where I was at when I got the phone call. And it was a guy by the name of Matt Wagner. And he reached out to me and said, hey, Amy, I can get you so much more business. And I said, hey, sir, um, no disrespect or anything. I don't need more business. I need a life. He goes, wow, sounds like you need a coach. I said, yeah, I've been searching and searching all over the country to try to find the right person for me, and I haven't found him yet. He goes, I've got the perfect person. So um, fast forward um, about two days, I was uh, hooked up with a, a real estate coach named Amanda, and we just started to literally transform my business. In about a three-week period, we completely overhauled it. Um, at that point, when I decided to sign up with them, um, it, there was a big financial commitment, there, and then as the weeks progressed, there was even more of a financial commitment, changing systems, doing more software, doing all these kind of upgrades to things that, that needed to happen. And I just decided when I hired that person, I was just going to step into it the, all the way. I was just going to step in and trust them because I had gotten myself to a point and I knew that I couldn't get myself any farther than where I'd gotten myself to. So I said, I'm just going to step in. I'm going to trust you. I'm scared. Half of me doesn't believe what you're telling me is even going to work, but I'm just going to do it. So um, I'll never forget uh, a few months into my coaching experience, there was a CEO mastermind and it was in Illinois, um, right outside of St. Louis. Um, it was Quincy, Illinois. And it's about five or six hours from here. And so I took that drive and I went by myself. And as I was driving over, I was filled with so much excitement. Like, what's this going to be like? I'm going to be with all these rock star people. It's going to be awesome. So they had a meet and greet at the hotel. And so I had gotten to the hotel room. I, I picked out the right outfit and I walked down there and my coach came over to me and she hugged me and, and greeted me and said she was glad to see me. And then she quickly moved on to, you know, just talking with her, her friends and her peer group. There was a whole room full of them. And I looked around that room and there was probably about 100, 150 people, I think. And I went to all these different individual tables. I walked up to them like, hi, I'm Amy. And they kind of looked at me and go, hi. And then they turned back to their conversations. And I mean, they were nice, but it was so awkward. I just kept walking up to the tables. Have you ever been there? Hi, I'm Amy. And just kept walking up to them like, oh, Lord Jesus, help the kid. I don't know what to do. So 
fast forward, I spent 10 or 15 minutes there and it was the longest 10 or 15 minutes. Um, painfully awkward. I walked to my room and uh, I called my husband. I said, you know what, Steve, I can't do this. I can't do this. These people, I mean, they're rock stars in that room. I mean, they're, they're creating software for companies. They're um, doing all this branding. They're moving the needle in real estate across the country. And how am I going to fit in that room? Um, and he said, uh, excuse me, who am I talking to? And I'm like, Steve, I can't do this. He said, okay, don't come home tonight. Think about it overnight spend the night there and see how you feel in the morning. I'm like, okay. So what did I do? I went across the street to a Panera. I ordered the largest mac and cheese I could find, a big chocolate chip cookie and a cup of coffee. And I sat there sulking in my poor little old me way, thinking about how I was inadequate. I didn't fit. It wasn't going to work. I didn't belong. And just the whole rhetoric. Have you been there before? I was sitting there. You know the feeling, right? just eating that mac and cheese thing and it tasted so good and poor little old me and just comforting myself. And I went back to that room the night, that night I woke up the next morning and I, the feeling had not changed. I did not want to go. So I got dressed. I put on my outfit, put on my suit and I stood in the mirror and I literally looked at myself and I'm like, if I don't move forward in this, my, the rest of my days are going to be groundhog day, groundhog day. Repeat, 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 year after year after year, I'm going to experience the same thing. And I did not want that. So I put my outfit on and like my mom always says, just push your shoulders back, Amy. Every, every outfit looks good in confidence. That's what she always tells me. Outfits look great when you're confident in them. So that's a side note. Anyway, um, so I walk down there. I spend the day masterminding with everybody. And I wish I could tell you I walked out of that conference and felt so great. It wasn't really a conference. It was a mastermind. And I walked out of it and I, and I felt so great. I didn't. I literally felt the entire day I was drinking from a fire hose. I couldn't keep up. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine how it could look like that. I couldn't imagine how we could put these systems in place. I couldn't imagine how I could have such a productive team. I couldn't imagine any of it. I didn't have the vision for it. But I'd been exposed, right? I'd been exposed to something bigger. So I came back, I talked to my team about it. I was super, I mean, I was excited, but I was like, I don't know how we could make it happen. They sat there, they're like, how could we do this? And all they wanted, they wanted to be excited about it for me. They wanted to be involved in it. They also were having the same feelings. How can we make this happen in small town, Iowa? And um, it was really an interesting struggle because um, from that point, we just had to keep stepping into it. And there are um, thought systems um, that try to keep you locked in place. Maybe it's generational thought systems that, okay, our family, we don't do that. My friend group, we don't do that. You don't do that. This is not how you are. There's thought systems. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's inadequacy. Maybe whatever it is, there are border guards that try to, to keep your life small, that try to keep you in one package that you don't ever move out of. And I don't think that's the life that God's get, that created us for right? He's a God of more. He's a God of more, an ever-expanding, ever-widening, ever-growing life of more, more impact, more influence. Um, and so I stood there um, looking at my business, talking with my, talking with my peer group and my business, and I kind of felt like um, hanging out with this, this group of people. I felt like David, David and Goliath. Remember David, he gets ready to uh, go up there and fight the Philistine. And they're like, who are you? 
you're just been back tending your sheep. You're very few sheep. Like, who are you? And, uh, I mean, David didn't even know how to operate a sword. I mean, he didn't even want gear put on him. And all he had was his tiny rocks, right? And his slingshot. He, that's all he had. And it was just him. And it was like, who's this guy? But here's the thing. He caught a vision. He had a vision that his life could be more. He asked, the, he asked him, hey, what does the person that, that kills the Philistine, what do they get? Oh, they get the women. They get money. No taxes for your family. Wow. He caught a vision. And that vision pushed him past his fear, right? The vision pushed him past his fear. Because I'm sure at the end, on the inside, he was trembling. But he stood up and he said, hey, I'll take on that giant. And he went in there and he had rehearsed his, he, he had rehearsed his victories. Hey, I've wrestled a bear and a lion and here we go. And he went in and the Philistine like laughed at him like, man, who's this kid? Who's that person from Iowa standing in this room thinking she can be something? Who is this person standing here? And literally stood there and he flung that. He said, I'm doing this and, and I'm coming in with, the, with the, the army and the power of almighty God. And he flung that, that, uh, that slingshot and knocked the Philistine out, right? Literally, he, he did that and not in his own power and in, in the identity of whose he was. There's so many things we can get into on this. But there have all been times when we have stood there, our knees trembling, at the border of wanting to walk into what we're we're currently in and moving forward into what we have for a vision. We've caught a glimpse of what we could be. Maybe we've caught a glimpse of what our body could look like. And we just have to take the, the, we just have to open the door of the gym door and step in, but we're too afraid to. What will people think? Will they laugh at me? How can I keep up? What will I do? Maybe it's you want to reach out to someone to have coffee with them because they're at a different level than you want to be, but you're afraid to make the ask. Maybe it's you need to join a group that literally that you know has something you don't have going on, but you need, but you're scared because you don't feel like you belong. Here's what I've discovered in the last decade. And I've discovered it like in, in a myriad of ways is that God does not live in our comfort zones. He lives in the place of more and the place of more is always a place of pressure. The place of more is a place of pressure because it's always propelling you to keep moving, to keep growing, to keep expanding. It's not in just our ruts. It's not in just our comfort zones, right? David caught a vision. Oh, I get to have girls. I get to have no taxes. I get to have all this. And guess what? He steps in there and knees trembling and he does it. I stepped into that room a decade ago, knees trembling um, completely feeling inadequate and like what I don't belong in here to fast forward. This group of people now are, you know, some, some really good friends of mine. They're my peer group. Some of us are doing some coaching and stuff together and literally the growth that has happened by stepping over the border, stepping through the mindset, the mindset of stay the same. Don't do that. You can't do that. It can't be done here. Stepping through that literally caused my horizons and the, the everything um, to just expand. So if I would not have stepped into that room that day and made the commitment that I'm going to do this because I didn't want Groundhog's Day. And some of you are there. Some of you are at a point in your life where you're like, I don't want to have another day like this. I don't want year after year after year to look like this year. Well, no one wants 2020, by the way. 
No one wants this year again. But personally, you don't want your years to just keep looking the same, looking the same. If you don't want to keep looking the same, it's going to require you to step out in fear. It's going to require you to step out and get uncomfortable. Again, God doesn't hang out in our comfort zones. He hangs out in our stretch modes, but we're stretching ourselves. And I've discovered that if, if I really am um, the smartest person in the room, so to speak, or I'm with my peer group and we're all kind of the same, if I'm, if I'm on a pursuit of growth, it's the wrong room to be in. I have to put myself in a place of being uncomfortable. I have to put myself in a place where I get vulnerable or maybe even have to tell someone, hey, I know I don't belong in this room, but I just want to be there. Would you give me an opportunity? Making the phone call, making the ask, right? To step out of what is just us as, as we are today to keep moving the needle forward, to keep moving our life forward, to keep growing. Because on the inside, don't you know, don't you hear the small, still voice saying, you are made for more? There's more for you. I have more for you. God has more for you. If you hear that, it's typically not just hanging in our normal comfort zones. It's, it's dreaming. It's removing the blinders and dreaming and saying, God, what do you have for me? What more do you have for me? And then it's stepping in and moving past the fear. And some of the things you're going to want to do, you kind of just need to keep it to yourself because your family, as well-meaning as they are, they don't share your same purpose. They don't share your same vision. Your friends, they don't share your same purpose and vision necessarily. So it's going to be important for you just to push past and to step over and to step into the new, to cast down the thought systems that say you can't. And they'll keep moving forward because in that place of moving forward, you're going to see everything expand. If I look at my team today, my team has grown from, at the time that I went to that, I had like four people on my team. I have close to 40 now. I've changed locations twice. We've built a phenomenal team. Um, our influence in the community has been able to grow and be more impactful. We've broken off into other ventures um, because of that. And if I would not have made that decision to stay in the game and to move forward that day, to step into that room and stay in a place where I was uncomfortable. If I would just, my comfort zone would have pulled me back. My fear would have pulled me back. My unworthiness would have pulled me back. My thought systems of I can't do it. I don't have the money. I don't have this, don't have that would have pulled me back. We wouldn't have what we have today. And today I'm so blessed and honored to be able to, to do life and to serve the, the, the clients and the family that we get to serve in this great community but we get to do it at, at, at a level that I get to influence my team and see change come into their life. And to do that, that none of that influence and that ability to do that would have been there if I would not have stayed in the game and stepped in that room and stepped through the fear. So in the place of more, in the place of, of, of moving into what you're going to have, you're going to have to do it afraid. And most likely you're going to do it alone, right? Most likely it's going to be a place where you're going to do it alone but you know that God has you and with him on your side, all things are possible. So today, my, my challenge for you is to, to write down, write down something that you want to see changed in your life. Where that area that you're tired, that you just, you see something bigger for yourself. You don't know what it is. You see something, but to make an action step. Faith without works is dead, right? Action, action, action. So make the phone call, sign up for the class, make the phone call. Go have coffee. Write, write, start to write the book. Start, start the podcast. Start 
what you want to do. Move into it. Because when you start to do that, you're going to see provision unfold. I'm thrilled that you've joined me today. I hope you found some things to be um, of benefit to you, of encouragement to you. Because at the end of the day, I just want to encourage you to keep dreaming, keep believing, keep acting, keep moving, keep moving forward because you are made for more. <laughs>